This is the dbcc.com podcast with Mark and Steve Gray. Hoping you lose fat and increase your muscle. This is Christina with the DVCC, and today I'm joined with Nathan, trainer from the DVCC's Milton Keynes location, to discuss cheat meals or reset meals, what they are and how you can use them to improve your body. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Christine. How are you? Mm, good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Okay, Nathan, you wouldn't normally expect to hear a personal trainer talk about cheating when it comes to meals. Because when you hear the word cheat, um, the words cheat meals, a lot of people think about junk food or fast food. But that would be incorrect. Is that right? What exactly yes. is a cheat meal? Sorry, carry on. Sorry, what exactly is a cheat meal? Uh, so a cheat meal would be um, basically a meal which allows you to stray from your normal way of eating or your normal, normal nutrition protocol. So... Um, uh, Ideally, you'd want to have something that's not too, too unhealthy. A lot of people take uh, cheat meals uh, one step too far and go completely all out and eat as much junk food as they can. Um, it should really be still quite healthy, but it allows you to, as I say, stray from your normal nutrition. Um, the best way of doing it should be they should be scheduled and, uh, and planned well ahead of time. So it's not just uh, on the off chance that you decide that you want to have something that's not going to be ideal for fat loss or building muscle. Right. So, so you need to plan to cheat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the more you can plan it, it builds confidence. You know, if you were to just walk out of the, the gym and, you know, you drive past, say, for example, McDonald's and you think, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's and have a meal, it takes your confidence away a little bit because, you know, you, you haven't planned it in advance. But if you were to plan to have something, it just builds your confidence in yourself and it's, it's guilt-free, basically. It allows you to have a, a meal guilt-free. Right. So uh, apart from having a, a guilt-free meal and indulging a bit, um, what, what else is the benefit of, of cheat meals? So basically it re replenishes your glycogen stores and your glycogen is sugar which is stored uh, in, the, in the muscle um, and it allows, that allows you to basically work harder in your training sessions. Um, it allows also for a mental break from, from eating strictly, you know, eating um, chicken and fish and salads consistently over and over again can become a little bit... Uh, a bit boring at times um, so getting away from that and having something that you're going to really enjoy for one meal um, allows you a mental break um, it also increases your metabolism because if you were to eat very strictly and very cleanly for a very long time uh, your metabolism will slow um, and having an increase of maybe carbohydrates into your, into your diet will allow you an increase in your metabolism is that the same as like when you do the same exercise again and again and again your body kind of gets used to it Similar, yes, correct, yeah. You just basically just want to, to break the, um, I suppose you just want to break the pattern really and just do something slightly different that's going to that boost your metabolism. Uh, with exercise, yeah, it's, it's, it's similar. Okay. Um, so who are cheap meals for then? For, are they for everybody? Cheap meals are usually for people who are following a nutrition program for weight loss or body fat loss. Uh, which would restrict carbohydrates. So by having a cheat meal, it allows for an increase in the amount of carbohydrates that they take, which would stimulate the metabolism and allow them to burn more fat. Right, okay. And is there any danger then in using cheat meals at all? Um, not really. Um, no, no massive dangers. I mean, going overboard for someone who's trying to lose body fat is, is definitely a concern, but it, it wouldn't really be dangerous. Um, a cheat meal turning into a cheat day can be quite a bad one. So um, if you were to eat something, you know, quite sugary early in the morning, it can um, send your hormones a bit, a bit all over the place and that would make you want to eat badly for the rest of the day. So uh, what we advise a lot of our clients at the DVCC to do is have a cheat meal as the last meal before bed um, and that way it, you can kind of go to sleep and wake up fresh and, and be back on the wagon if that makes sense. 
Right. So, so if you start your day off by cheating, then that could basically create bad habits for the whole day. Correct. Yeah. What would happen is your insulin levels would spike, and insulin is uh, basically your fat storage hormone. So when sugar levels get too high, insulin's released, and then it starts storing fat. So if you were to do that right in the morning, uh, you'd basically get carbohydrate cravings for the rest of the day, and it'd be very hard to make the correct nutrition choices. Okay. Um, can you give us some examples of a of a good cheat meal then, a smart cheat meal? Um, something like, um, I mean, I, when I have a cheat meal, I go for something like along the lines of steak. I really enjoy, I really enjoy steak. Uh, instead of chips, I would have sweet potato fries um, and a side salad. That'd be quite a, a healthy cheat meal. Um, but it's it's all about making choices. So instead of having a takeaway pizza, uh, try making your own from fresh produce. It's about trying to still make the best choices, even though you're straying away from your nutrition plan. Right. So cheating, but cheating sensibly. Correct, yeah. Um, now, I think I've already covered how often we should eat cheat meals. Um, it's really only once once a week, was it? it? I mean, it really depends on how many meals you eat each day. The, the rule is normally around 5%. So for every 20 meals that you eat, you should have one cheat meal. So five meals a day would allow you to cheat on every fifth day. Uh, four meals a day would be a cheat every sixth day. Um, and as, as I mentioned earlier, it should be the last the last meal of the day but it's based on how many meals you eat throughout the day right okay um so should we cheat when we're hungry then um not really because cheat meals as i mentioned earlier should always be planned and not just off the cuff um cheating when you're hungry also will allow you to kind of just go and choose whatever you want it's like if you were to go shopping at your local supermarket um and you're hungry you, you can always tend to find the wrong things you just pick up whatever you want you're not in a, a position to make the right choices so i mean if you're if you've scheduled your cheat meal and you're hungry that's absolutely fine but you shouldn't just cheat because you think oh i feel pretty hungry um this is going to be really easy and it's, it's yeah really easy to get a hold of if that makes sense right Okay, so consuming cheat meals can lead to a better body. Um, but what about people that are sticking to a good um, a nutrition diet and they don't use cheat meals? Um, is it better or, or worse, or will it have the same effect? Um, I I think if you if you're sticking to um, quite nutrition uh, nutrition uh, nutritious guidance plan, you you basically want to increase or in, you'd want to basically have cheat meals in your diet. Um, as I mentioned, it does increase metabolism. Uh, and when your body gets used to a lower calorie intake, metabolism can slow down uh, and fat loss can then become harder. So an increase in calories for a cheat meal will actually reignite metabolism. Um, as I say, it does make a big difference to how hard you can train. So eating very low carbohydrate for prolonged periods won't allow your muscles to recover as quickly um, and you basically won't be able to uh, train, as, train as hard in your next session. Okay. Um, and how many cheat meals can I have? Or, or rather, is the limit different for everybody or is that percentage that you gave us earlier the same? Um, I mean, in terms of limit, limiting your cheat meals, you only really want to eat as much as you need in one sitting. Um, in that in that five percent of your meals, um, it, it should be similar for anybody who's eating uh, full fat loss. Um, what what a lot of people can tend to do is they can basically um, eat their cheat meal and then think, oh, I'm, I'm not going to eat all of this. I'm going to save some for later, and obviously that can lead to to eating more bad food and and turning into a cheat day. Um, another good thing is to see how rough you feel the next day, um, because if you do feel rough, if you do feel like really under the weather, um, you want to reduce the amounts you eat, eat next time. So it's all about learning from the experience, really, and, and not going overboard. It's a, it's a meal, not a free-for-all. So can cheat meals actually make you feel bad, then? 
they can do. I mean, if you if you've not been eating much sugar and you you go and pile a load of sugar into your body in in one go, it can it can make you feel quite rough the next day. Um, also, if you're not eating things like gluten and wheat, um, a lot of people are intolerant to gluten. Um, so if you've cut that out of your diet completely and then go and eat a lot of it in a sheet meal, the next day you can feel a little bit under the weather. Um, some people even say that gluten can make them feel sore. It can cause inflammation and, and make them feel like they've got sore joints. Ah, right. That wouldn't be a good combination with working out. Um, now, most people who are dieting to lose weight tend to cut down on their carbohydrate intake. Um, can this be a problem for people who want to train? Um, I didn't quite get the question. I believe you asked about if you were cutting carbs down and the effect on training. So if you were, and then carbohydrates are, are forms of sugar which are actually then digested and stored as glycogen or body fat depending on how, how you've been eating prior to that meal. So glycogen is stored uh, in limited amounts in the muscles and liver for exercise and also energy productions. Um, so basically if you cut your carbohydrates very, very low, you're not going to fuel the muscle in the correct way to allow you to lift as, as heavy as possible or with as much intensity as possible um, because your glycogen stores are going to be depleted. Um, and after a cheat meal, your glycogen stores should be replenished and then you should feel actually quite refreshed and energetic when you get the right balance of meal. Okay, great. And what else do people who are on a diet then need to keep in mind when working out regularly? Um, if, it, if it's very very low carb, you want to make sure that you get enough protein and natural fats in to keep your calorie intake up. Um, carbohydrates can form a big part of many people's diets, and by just cutting those carbs out, uh, won't really allow you to have enough energy for training. So. Um, if you're not re replacing them with protein and natural fat. So you always want to eat before training. Uh, it's always a very important one, probably about an hour and a half before training. And trying to eat little and often um, rather than three big meals a day because this helps to keep your metabolism up and fat burning very high. Um, if you are going to eat carbs after training, you want to aim for complex carbs um, such as sweet potato and quinoa. So sweet potato and... Quinoa. Right, okay. Um, and so, in that case, um, you say that three meals a day is not the best way to eat. H how many times a day should people be eating, do you think? How many times? Um, it really depends, but I think, you know, probably four to six, I would say, um, for, for fat loss and muscle build. Um, it's all about, as I say, having those smaller, smaller, more regular meals uh, to allow your body to regulate metabolism properly and keep your, your hormone levels uh, regulated properly. Okay, so basically consistency, smaller, uh, smaller meals and more often, um, mm -hmm. what are the requirements for a healthy diet? You've already mentioned that it's, it's a good idea to eat regularly, little and often, um, but what about people who fad diet? For example, the Atkins diet was all the rage a while back, um, is that a healthy way to lose weight? So um, we, we tried to promote um, a lifestyle change at the DVCC because a diet um, actually has a, a start and an end for a lot of people, you know, they, they decide they want to lose fat and get into better shape um, and what happens is that when they've lost the weight they just go back to their normal lifestyle, their normal habits and it doesn't actually produce long-term lasting results so um, what, what a lot of people want to do is try to eat um, whole foods and natural produce over ready-made ready -made or packaged meals um, plenty, of, plenty of green vegetables um, and protein with every meal and natural fat um, as I said, with diets, a lot of people drop their calories down um, because they'll be eating probably less carbohydrates. 
And then, as I say, when they eventually get back to their normal lifestyle, when they feel like they've lost enough weight, um, they'll increase their calorie intake because they'll go back to eating how they were before. Um, and the, the massive amount of calories that they're intaking from previously to when they were dieting actually has a, a quite a bad effect and a lot of people can end up putting all the weight they've lost back on very quickly. Right, okay. Um, and so going on to that then, um, if I'm on a diet and I'm eating cheat meals, um, what's the best kind of exercise program I should be following? Uh, the best kind of exercise re regime for for losing fat and eating clean is, is really kind of um, high intensity training. So you want to go for um, normally resistance work that's going to use weights um, and that's going to allow you to elevate your heart rate. So you, you want to be doing quite a high amount of repetitions uh, with quite low rests and multiple sets. Okay. And are cheat meals then allowed if people are not working out or is this just for people who are hitting the gym? Cheat meals really are ideally for people who are working out and following uh, quite a strict nutrition plan. Um, if you're not working out, a cheat meal is, is normally just going to end up um, storing as fat and it's not going to have the, the same effect on metabolism or the same benefits as if you were following a, a nutrition program. Why is it important to not skip meals throughout the day? Alright, okay, so that would be basically because uh, when you skip meals, um, your metabolism slows down, um, uh, your blood sugar levels drop and from there what can happen is your hormones don't balance correctly and you can start basically storing fat, um, your body kind of goes into a starvation mode and you, you can start storing fat. So it's, it's ideal to eat small and, and little, a little amounts um, to keep your metabolism boosted and keep those hormone levels at, at the right place. So this could be a problem for people who are very busy or out of the house a lot, they don't have time to cook. Are there any cheat meals that are, that are good that are ready made or that can be ordered? Um, you can get some places online um, which will provide meals that are like balanced for your for your goals really um, they can be quite expensive uh, what I say to a lot of our clients is that the best thing to do is, is try and prepare yourself so batch cook in the morning or you know on a Sunday morning batch cook for three days um, freeze it or put it in the fridge and then uh, like whenever you need food it's always there so you can put it into Tupperware and take it with you that way you know you've always got food with you and you don't have to worry about trying to find food when you're hungry and making maybe the wrong de wrong decisions or wrong choices right and talking of wrong choices what's what's the absolute worst kind of cheap meal then and that should definitely be avoided um without a doubt it'd be stuff like crisps and sweets uh chocolate um foods that are very high in fat and also in sugar um, stuff like uh, takeaway pizzas are probably quite bad, um, stuff that are very high in salt. Um, really what you want to do is re remember a cheat meal should still be a meal. It's, it's not just a, a load of rubbish and a chance to you know, really blow out. It, it still wants to be a meal with some healthy, healthy elements to it, um, but it just strays a little bit away from that normal, normal way of eating. Right, so it's not an ice cream sundae then? No, that wouldn't be ideal. <laughs> okay, and do you have anything else to add on, on that? No, no, that was, that's um, everything I wanted to go through. Okay, brilliant. Um, okay, the DVCC has centres in Bedford, Milton Keynes, Northampton, Hitching, and very shortly Stevenage in central Bedfordshire. So if you've been listening to this interview and you'd like to find out more about how the DVCC can help you, then please book an appointment for a DVCC right fit phone call at www.thedvcc.com forward slash sign up. Thanks for listening. Head over to thedvcc.com to leave a comment or find out how we can help you achieve your transformation.